The wait is over! MTC Studios brings you another chapter of Tales of the Extraordinary! No sooner had Los Angeles been freed from the invading Mexican forces of Colonel Fortunato than the masked vigilante known only as the Unknown found himself a captive of the United States military. He now finds himself incarcerated in a federal courthouse, awaiting processing. One small problem remains, however. All right, maggot. I'm going to give you a choice. You can either willingly remove that mask, or the five of us are going to remove it for you. Don't you mean four? Or are you counting your buddy on the ground? Private Stone is still green. There's a world of difference between taking him down and fighting seasoned vets like us. Veterans? Of what? You're the National Guard. Your extensive experience charging Hollywood Nancys as Bolsheviks doesn't make you a tough guy. That's it. I'm done with this guy. Hold him down. Stop. What? Who the hell are you? Edward Tate, lawyer for RJ. Uh, I mean for my client, the unknown. Lawyer? For this terrorist? Unproven. Now, if you would be so kind as to remove your hand from my client's right to privacy? Right to what? We're just taking off his mask so we can take his photo. It's procedure. Well, not anymore. Have you even read the Constitution, gentlemen? Under the Fifth and Fourteenth Amendments, my client has certain inalienable rights All right, all right, all right. He's yours. But I want you to know, we're gonna inform our commanding officer of this. I should hope so, gentlemen. Now, if you don't mind, I'd like a word with my client. Eh, come on, boys. Well, that was easier than I'd expected. You have five seconds to tell me what you're doing here. Do you threaten everyone? You probably talk to your mother like that. Three. I'm employed by R.J. Reynolds, maker of fine tobacco products. Two. But currently, I'm being retained by your friend, Randolph Moon. What? What? Moon? Wait a second, you're that guy from Paramount. One of the same. Once Mr. Moon heard of your possibly quite illegal detainment at the ungrateful hands of the National Guard, he sent me over here as soon as possible. What's he paying you? A modest sum. That's the only thing modest about him. His wallet. However, I've worked out an arrangement with R.J. Reynolds. They've agreed to co-sponsor your trial. Co-sponsor? What is that supposed to mean? Well, tell me, how do you feel about the smooth flavor of Prince Albert Tobacco? Meanwhile, in the offices of the now-liberated Paramount Studios. That's wonderful news, Eddie. Keep up the good work. What? Oh, I suppose that's the closest I'll ever get to a thanks from him, eh? All right, goodbye. Did it work? So far. He gets to keep the mask on, at least until the trial. Good. That should buy us some time. Time for what? To spring him, of course. Why, Sully! That's no way for a copper to talk. Yeah, well... I was never very good at following orders. You're gonna lose that new promotion they gave you. Well, they can stuff it. He's done more good for this city than the entire police force. What? Taking out a few corrupt Hollywood actors? He's been fighting criminals long before Lizzie's death. And not the usual thugs, either. Some of these guys make you people seem normal. You people? You know, actors. Not this again. Moon, you ran a studio like a medieval fortress with an army of harem women. That's not... ordinary. Bah! I'd rather be an actor than an ordinary any day. Hey, where are you going? To go talk to the chief. The feds are going to need a local liaison to babysit their new prisoner. Crafty, partner. Crafty. 
Thanks. I know. In the dark and dirty alleyways of downtown Los Angeles, a shadowy figure huddles amongst piles of trash and cardboard boxes, feeding a group of street rats. That's it, boys. Eat up. Don't let it be said that mad Myrtle Madigan doesn't take care of his minions. Giancarlo, no! That was Randy's piece. Have I taught you nothing about loyalty? Do not force me to dangle you over the fire pit of damnation again. Hey, buddy! You Myrtle Madigan! Who dares to violate my lair? You are either very foolish or very brave. Yeah, I'll take that as a yes. What? What do you wish of Mad Myrtle Madigan? Speak quickly before my minions descend upon you and a- Can it, buddy? I have a letter here for you. A letter, eh? I'm not falling for that old trick. Is it rigged with a timed explosive? Perhaps filled with deadly anthrax. Anthrax? And a letter? What is this, the Middle Ages? Just just take the damn summons before I force you to take it. A summons, eh? Hand it here, plebe. Thank you. Now I can go home. I'm telling you, this gig ain't worth the hassle most days. Hmm, a summons from the Federal Court of the United States. Let us see what futile demands they will make of... Oh, listen here, boys. Our old friend, the Unknown, is finally on trial, and they have summoned his greatest nemesis to testify against him. Fools, when mad Myrtle Madigan takes the stand, this city will once again remember who its true master is. Come on, boys, it's time to prepare for our comeback. But first, how about a second round? of cheese. Read all about it! The trial of the unknown vigilante starts today! Federal prosecutors vow justice will be served! Victims of vigilantes reign of terror have their day in court! Read the exclusive report only in Los Angeles Sun! Order! Order! If there are any further outbursts, the bailiff will have you all removed from the court. I will not tolerate a circus in my courtroom. Is that understood? Good. Now, prosecution, you may begin your opening argument. Your Honor, members of the jury, the terrorist you see before you today is not just a man. He is an embodiment of a sickness, a disease called vigilantism. In the style of Thanks for coming to the show, Mike. I wasn't going to leave you out Trotsky. here to be strung up by these guys alone. I'm surprised they let you. Not everyone on the force wants you brought down. Let's just say I knew the right people to talk to. From the systematic murders of prominent Hollywood entertainers to the maiming of innocent citizens like yourselves. He stalks the night, dispensing his own brand of what he calls justice. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, no man is above the law of the United States of America. This is no longer the Wild West, and he is no cowboy. My turn, gentlemen. Watch the magic. Defense. 
Opening arguments. Thank you, Your Honor. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, my colleague is right. This is no ordinary man you see before you. An ordinary man watches the ills of the world fester and does nothing. He sees the meek abused by the strong and ignores it. But not this man. The unknown vigilante before you saw crimes being committed day in and day out and decided he was finally going to do something about it. He could have turned his learned gifts toward evil, but he has compassion in his heart. He sought to change the world for the better. Be it by rescuing kidnapped children or saving the city from true terrorists. And through the course of this trial, I will prove to you that this man is nothing but a concerned citizen trying to make the world a safer place for everyone. Thank you. Nice speech, Eddie. Think we have a chance? Anything will be easier than that meeting I had this morning with the judge. For what? Convincing the judge to keep our boy's mask on. I was pulling precedents out of my, pardon my language, rectum. It was a wise decision. I would have hated to commit violence on a judge. Ixnay on the violence talk, please. The last thing we need to bring up is a propensity for horribly maiming people. Fine. I'll be as cool as a- ah! He's got a knife! What? Behind us! Look out! Die, 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 you son of a bitch! He's lunging for the unknown! <laughs> oh my god! You... you killed him. Not yet. Just broke his neck. He'll probably be in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. Order! Order in the court! Bailiffs, take this man's body out of the room and get him to a hospital. And you! If you recall, Your Honor, my client is to be dressed only as- Stow it, Mr. Tate! I will not allow violence in my courtroom. This guy attacked him, Your Honor! It was self-defense! I don't care! From now on, wait. where are your handcuffs? I took them off. They were chafing. Where- where'd you get the key? I picked the lock. A monkey could open these things. Wonderful. I've got hitmen smuggling in knives and a defendant smuggling in lockpicks. The court will take two hours recess while we deal with our apparent security holes. Your Honor. Dismissed! Great. We haven't even started and we're already on break. This trial's gonna take months. What did I tell you about the maimings, Mr. Unknown? Whatever, Tate. I'm sure you'll find a way to spin it. After all, I just took another murderer off the streets. Yes, in a wheelchair. This isn't helping to win the jury over to our side. The jury can kiss my- Good day, gentlemen! What the hell? Doc? Indeed, Officer Sullivan. I was hoping to run into you here. There is quite an intriguing collection of people here today. I just passed a bizarre little man desperately in need of a bath, having a full conversation with his pet rat. What the hell are you doing here? It's a long story, actually. Care to shorten it? Not really, no. Suffice to say, I received a call from a harried government official who wished to employ one of my newer inventions, the Metalert. Excuse me? A little something I've been building for the State Department. It is a prototype, a detector of ferrous materials based upon a similar device utilized by the famous Alexander Graham Bell whilst trying to locate the bullet that killed the late President Garfield. Did I ever tell you about the time I met dear President Garfield? We called him JG for short, which he... Saddleback, Doc. Ahem. It will detect metal on a person's body, hence the name. My technicians are setting up the Metalert now by the courtroom doors. 
I understand. There was an incident earlier this morning. A couple, yeah. Oh, dear. Did the unknown shoot someone? Not yet, but the day is young, Doctor. Well, that's nice. I should be getting back to the Met Alert now. I did, however, wish to express my apologies for all of this. After all, it was I who brought that awful Major General who arrested you. It's all right, Doc. It was bound to happen eventually. Recess is over. Please return to the courtroom with your clients so that we may continue. Finally. Let's hurry this up, eh, boys? Barring any further delays, I can have our vigilante free by the end of the day. Mr. Tate, where is your client? Uh, he's still being held up, ma'am. What he means is he's still being processed by security. That machine out there lit up like Times Square when he went through. Objection, Your Honor. For what, Mr. Tate? We haven't begun proceedings yet. The prosecution statements are slandering my client, Your Honor. Oh, the wide variety of objects they are taking off his person are doing that for me. Overruled. But please, keep your snark to yourself, Mr. Simpson. Yes, Your Honor. Just call your first witness, would you? I had hoped to save him for later. But due to time restraints, I will have to call Mr. Lon Chaney to the stand, please. <gasps> Thank you, Your Honor. Settle down! Order! Please approach the bench, sir. Of course. My word, sir. What happened to your arm? That is exactly what we are going to discover, Your Honor. Now, Mr. Cheney, we are all familiar with your generous career as an actor. Could you relate for the jury what happened on the night of August 13th of this year? I was in attendance at a spectacular gala at the residence of the late Jacob Butler. One moment, we are enjoying the entertainment. The next, an explosion of horror. Gunfire erupted from a doorway as this maniac shot down a lit candelabra, setting the mansion ablaze. I watched in mute terror as he assaulted my colleagues, kicking Charles... That's Charles Chaplin, yes, yes sir. He threw Mary Pickford from a burning staircase, and her husband heroically dove after... Douglas her. Fairbanks, yes? Yes. And what did he do to you, Mr. Chang? Oh. It was too dreadful to recall. I'm afraid you must, sir. Yes. Yes, of course. The beast tore into me with a Molotov cocktail. The flames and glass ravaged my face. I submit for the jury Lon Chaney's horribly scarred face. If you would please remove your sunglasses, sir. All right. And what else did he do to you, sir? My arm. He took a knife and hacked at it like a piece of meat. All the while shouting vitriolic epithets about actors. I believe the word he used was a sodomites. And what happened to your arm, sir? Despite the doctor's best attempts, infection set in. And it... It had to be removed. I submit for the jury. Lon Chaney's missing arm! No, it was truly horrible. I cannot work in this town again. I can't dress myself. And all because of this terrorist. Thank you, 
Mr. Cheney. You are a brave man for confronting your attacker today. Your witness. Uh-uh. Let me first say that I'm a great fan of your work, Mr. Cheney. I thank you, sir. You've made quite a plethora of motion pictures, too. Have you any more planned this coming year? Well, that is up to the studio. I, I will try my best to do what I can with my limitations. I'm sure you will. As a matter of fact, I have right here one such project you are working on. Excuse me? I submit as evidence D, a script. Recently purchased by one Lon Chaney and his directing partner, Todd Browning. This script will be going into production within the week. A movie entitled, The Unknown. Would you care to tell me what it is about, Mr. Chaney? I, uh, well, it, it escapes my mind just now. As you said, I have so many. Then let me refresh your memory. It's about a circus performer named, ironically, the Armless Wonder. Oh, well... I... I present to the court the notion that this great actor, this master of makeup, or extraordinary characterization, as he calls it, is lying. Objection, Your Honor! Overruled. Mr. Tate, do you have any further proof of this insult to our guest? I submit to the jury, Your Honor, Lon Chaney's arm. Yeah! Oh, get, hey, get off of me! What are you doing? You... <sighs> well, well, well. Look at that. You appear to have two fully functioning arms after all. I can explain. I'm sure you can, just as you can explain this fake burn on your face. Hey, no! Ow! I submit to the court, whatever this bourgeois is, I just ripped off his face. Mr. Simpson? I had no idea, Your Honor, I swear. Settle down, people. We will adjourn for lunch. I want to see the two of you in my chambers now. Yes, Your Honor. Yes, ma'am. Hey, Cheney, you might want to lose both arms next time. Go all the way. Dry up, Tate. Psst. Hey, Sully. What? Moon? Shh. Pipe down. I'm in disguise. Yeah, I see that. What the hell are you wearing, Moon? You look like a pirate. Yeah. It's a little outfit I picked up on the cruise back to America. Long story. You fit in better dressed like the unknown. You don't know how right you are. Have you seen the media circus outside? No. Let's just say it looks like Halloween is still going on. And guess what the most popular costume is this year? Oh, no. It's like an unknown convention out there. Are you serious? What are you doing here, Moon? Well, originally, I wanted to see Lon Chaney been trying to get in touch with him for months about a project. Yeah, he's long gone. Fabricated his whole story. The judge is going to blow a gasket if anything else happens today. Who's the next witness? Me. What? The defense calls the unknown vigilante to the stand. <sighs> this can't end well. Now, Mr. Unknown, may I call you that? People can call me whatever they want. Names just obfuscate deeds. Right. Okay, I would like to start by discussing the circumstances surrounding your arrest. Please tell the jury what you were doing at the time it occurred. Well, I had just left Paramount and... What were you doing there, if I may ask? I had met with Moon. I was looking for information about the Mexicans. That's Randolph Moon, the actor. Yeah, sure. So you discussed this over a nice smoke, perhaps? Yeah. Prince Albert... I'm sorry, could you speak up? Prince Albert Tobacco. We were enjoying the sweet, 
healthy fragrance of uh, Prince Albert in a can. Sounds delicious. And from there, you made your way to the Mexican's base of operations, yes? Yeah. I was looking to enact vengeance. <clears throat> I mean, make a citizen's arrest against Colonel Fortunato. The man who was responsible for the recent invasion by rogue Mexican forces? Yes, him. He was trapped in the tar pits at La Brea, and I was debating whether or not to pull him out. Quite a heroic, nay, Herculean decision to weigh. I'm sure you were looking forward to saving this city once again and relaxing back at your lair, yes? I... sure, I suppose. Maybe lighting a smoke. What? Oh. Yes. I often like to relax with a pipe full of Prince Albert tobacco. It's very smooth. I see. Now... No, enough of this. You people need me. The cops of this city are either too corrupt or too lazy to take care of its citizens. The prosecution says I think I'm above the law. Well, he's right. When the law favors the criminals and ties the hands of justice, you need someone who's not afraid to get their hands dirty and clean this place up. You're afraid of me, I know. But what do you people know? You know you need me. You want me out there serving the justice you can't. Deep down, you know it. Look in your hearts. Dig into that place, and you'll find me staring back. Order! Order! All right, people, settle! I will have order in this! On your knees, peasants! Where is he? Where is that unknown bastard? Who the hell are you? I? I am the squid, and I come to deliver vengeance of my own against the accursed unknown vigilante, for I am his greatest arch-enemy, and... Hey, you take that back. Quiet, peasants. I am talking here. Wait, Myrtle, is that you? What was that? The unknown. He shot him. What? Bailiffs! Confiscate that weapon. Where did you get that gun? It's mine, Your Honor. You must have stolen it from my holster when I wasn't looking. Really? From across the courtroom? Well, I... Um, uh... I am tired of these shenanigans. If we are not able to hold a proper trial without constant bloodshed, then I will suspend these proceedings until next week. No. It's my time up there. Up there, mine. Bailiffs, escort this man out of the courtroom. You can't do this to me. And you. If you can't behave yourself for more than ten minutes at a time, you are a liability to this court. Whatever. I am recommending that you be held in a maximum security military facility for the foreseeable future. You, sir, are going to Alcatraz. Alica what? This court is adjourned. It appears the trial of the unknown is going to take a while longer than our heroes anticipated. How will he survive in Alcatraz? What can his friends do to save him? And will Mad Myrtle Madigan ever get his time in court? There's only one way to find out. 
Tune in next week to the next chapter of The Trial of the Unknown, here on Tales of the Extraordinary. Tales of the Extraordinary is a production of MTC Studio, copyright 2009. Any unauthorized use of this content may result in a visit from Edward Tate and the smooth taste of Prince Albert in a can.